Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, here you are. Oh my God, you look amazing. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for being patient. So uh, Jennifer is a founder of Soul Language. I'm so excited and I have a mosquito here. Sorry. <laughs> Jennifer is the founder of Soul Language, a paradigm that puts tangibility to a soul. So a conscious connection can be established to enable crystal clear decision, decisions for success. Jennifer is also master intuitive and the author of two best-selling books. Currently, she had trained over 30 practitioners worldwide in soul language. At this time, there's over 5,000 individuals all over the world connecting to their soul language. I'm super excited to hear more. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, how are you? I'm so excited to be here. So I am so excited to hear more of your story. Like what, right? How can people, you know, what is the soul language? How they can start listening to their soul? And how did you heard that language? I've heard a little story, but I would like to hear it again. So I, you know, I was asking some big questions about 12 years ago, like, okay, I know what my life purpose is. It's powerful healer and teacher of service in the spotlight. That's great. What do I do with that? And where are my people? Cause I'm really angry. Like I'm tired. Like, you know, I've got this big thing inside of me, but where are they? And a friend of mine asked me to speak at our conference about essential oils and life purpose. And this woman sat down next to me and went, we're going to be friends. I went totally. And then my inside voice went like, why her? And what I heard was, oh, that's soul language. And I was like, okay. So I started asking questions and before long, I had a paradigm, a structure to put tangibility to soul. So we can create this conscious connection so we can have clarity. So we understand the directions to take. So we understand how to move from little self to big self, from unconscious to conscious. And there's 107 core energies of soul. We call those languages. And Mm -hmm. each one of us has three. And I can give a one-liner to every soul on this planet. And that becomes your mild marker of success. So my one-liner is I create balance for myself and others through love, integrity, and courage. And within understanding your soul languages is your purpose. So you have a, a clear understanding of what that is. The being state of purpose, not the doing. Everyone gets confused about the doing and being a purpose. And understanding you know, how you show up in the world and understanding how you prefer to go through the world. So there's a lot of juicy information about understanding your soul languages. And it gives you a way to create this deep knowing, this deep acceptance with yourself. And from there, you can create freedom. Yeah. How how do we create freedom from it? How how to start even listening to it? I know a lot of people say, I I, I don't know, like what I I don't even have intuition, right? And that's very connected. I can I assume that. <laughs> and a lot of people say, I don't know what I want. Like, I don't know what is my soul language. I don't know what is my, even if I have an intuition, like how do can start connecting to it? 
you can start with a very simple question. So mm-hmm. you just take a deep breath, you tune into your heart and you go, what do I need to know today? And then just make some notes, write it like write a couple of notes down. Don't worry about it. And at the end of the day, go back and go, oh, well, I needed to know that. And look how understanding that would have transpired in my life. Just make some notes about how you're getting information so you know how your soul is speaking to you. And that's what intuition is, everyone. It's your soul speaking to you. So we all have it. It's about utilizing that muscle. And you want to start, you don't want to start with your biggest problem, right? If you are not kind of on a continuous basis listening to your soul, you want to start with something that you don't have a huge amount of attachment to. So you want to start off easy to start getting and listening and understanding your soul rather than go for the big guns of like, why am I not in a relationship? Or what's my life purpose? Those are really big questions. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you get to actually allow yourself the luxury of starting small and starting to build that trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just starting from one question, then moving to a few more. <laughs> What do you think it's actually, you know, keeps people from expressing their truth? Well, do you have a couple hours? Yes. (laughs) No, it's 20 more minutes. It's really about- Tell us everything. It's really about feeling unsafe. I think most people through experience has expressed something that was true for them and they were rejected for it or they were told to be quiet or that they were not enough or, you know, really kind of, criticized or slapped down for it. And I think that's why people are have a really hard time of expressing their truth. And I also think that people don't really understand what their truth is. There are little T's and there are big T's. The big T's are you're whole and complete. You're one with everything. That's the big truth. And I think so often we're trying to express our truth through the little ones. And when we don't have that big one down, it's even harder to express the tiny ones. Yeah, yes, that's amazing. Yes, so, all right. And so, yeah, so how can we start asking like those small, what are the small questions to build okay, soul so, trust? So the small questions are like, when you're trying to express your truth, you're trying to express the small things, right? Like boundaries, and which isn't small at all, but You know, you want to be, especially in conversation where someone's saying something and you know that that's not how you feel, that's expressing your truth, right? But that's so hard to do when you don't know that you're whole and complete. So here's what everyone's going to do. You're going to take a deep breath and you're going to tune into your heart and you're going to ask your divine intelligence, your body, to fill you with the feeling and knowing that you are safe to express your truth and live your purpose. And then when you have to express the little truth, like, no, I don't want to walk your dog for the hundredth time today, right? You're starting from a place of wholeness and completeness versus I'm afraid, I'm scared. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I would love to know, like, what is the difference? Like soul language, is it a one language? Is it a 10 languages? Like what is the difference between those soul language? There's 107 core energies of soul. So it's your divinity. We're putting words to the divinity. Love languages are how 
you're expressing love, your soul languages are your fundamental energy, DNA. They are yours this lifetime. They do not change. And what you did when you were on the other side, wherever we go, is you said, hey, I want to experience this this time. And I'm going to need these core energies of soul to help me do it. And so that's what it is. It's energy of divinity that you have special access to, to utilize as your bus ticket to receive whatever you want and go wherever you want to while you're in this planet and in this world. And so that's the difference between soul languages and love languages. Soul languages, some people will think they're kind of uh, archetypes, but they're not because they're living, breathing consciousness. So if you and I speak the same soul language, which I don't know if we do, but if we did, and you transform something in your life, you put that into the energy field, and I have the opportunity to pick it up and utilize it because we're one and we're both individual. So it's really putting words to your own divinity. That's what the soul is. It's just your divinity, your individualization of that big, what I call the God goo. Mm-hmm. Awesome. God good. What is your soul language? So my mission here is as an equalizer. It's all about creating that perfect formula balance first for myself, because everything starts at home, everyone, and then for others. So here's a perfect example. I'm at the dog park today, right? And I'm like, I hope the dog park's not cry though. Like I want the perfect dog park. I want a couple dogs so she can play, but I don't, I, I just don't want to talk to a lot of people, right? So I, we get there and the dog park is packed. I'm there five minutes and the dog park is exactly the way I want it in total balance, right? So that's what my energy allows myself and others to do, to come into this balance. How I'll be known here is called teacher of integrity. So all of my life, I've been able to see where people are out of the consciousness of love. So I offer them the chance to get back into it, which means back into balance, which means back into knowing that they are an unstoppable freight train, the master of their own universe. And then my soulful personality, how my soul prefers to go through life is called graceful warrior, action, movement, courage, and grace. So people come to me because they wanna be surrounded by courage. They want internal and external actions. They wanna understand that they don't have to make war with everything, that they can really tune in and tune into their essential nature and leave a life of freedom and receive from it. So that's a little bit about me on a deep soul level. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. How can you find this out? Like, what is that? What does that take? So to find out your... Welcome to our 10 seconds break where I am your host Victoria would love to invite you subscribe to our new YouTube channel that will help our algorithms and you can watch all of the episodes too so search for Victoria Miracle and or go to the description and find our episode page and there you can also click on the YouTube video and it'll take you to our channel. So thank you. And now we're going to go back to our guests. You need to go to a soul language practitioner. It's not a quiz. We do it through energetics. So it's a, what we do is muscle test. Our body becomes the pendulum on your soul's behalf. So I've trained about 38, 39 other practitioners to use it in their soul language work. So you actually need a practitioner to identify your soul languages. But here's the thing. 
anyone watching this can log onto my site and get a discovery session free where I'll identify one of your soul languages as my gift. And that will give you immediate tools to connect. It will give you immediate way to actively transform your life. And it will give you endless stuff to, from words to use in your elevator speech to moving more consciously in relationships. Okay. Can, can we do one for me? We oh, is can. it like you need to do muscle testing? We can, but I never do it online. I never do it. I see. Live. Here's why. It's so intimate. And I'm I've been fine. Called, right? I've been called the Barbara Walters of intuitives and liquid nitrogen because I get to the heart of the matter. And you look too beautiful today to have you sobbing during your live. Like it's so intimate. And, but I'd be happy to. You just, we'll just secure a time where we can do it. That is so awesome. Would you, so what is the, like number one mistake people do when they're trying to understand themselves, right? Or like speak out. You say you can use those words and the right words. And like speaking of the throat chakra, how does it relate to our soul and throat and like speaking out? So the throat is all about your divine voice. And so often people, when they can't, especially trauma, okay? If you've experienced any sort of trauma, and we all have, Okay, the human reaction of trauma is to shrink, right? Is to go very, very small. So you don't look like prey and, and something will pass you by, right? So the divine voice is your ability to shine. It's your way of communicating your soul to the world. And so often when people have trauma, they have this stuck energy right here. So let's do something. Let's do something. You want to play with me today? I'm okay. in. So uh, good. So I'm going to use words you might not get. All your job is to do is get on the bus with me. Okay. So here it goes. I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to tune everyone, tune into that throat chakra. Right here, right now, with divine love, I activate the knowing and the ability to know in every moment that I am safe to utilize my divine voice. And with this activation right here, right now, any pain and suffering around my divine voice is turned to love, even if it's just a little more love. And in doing so, I am set free. And I love to hear what you experienced. I feel more elevated at mood. I will say it's like that little, little, just, I mean, my mood is also on high already on top of like 10, but when I express that and say it out loud, like I could feel in my body, just the energy started to like, like it's shifted and moving and it's like even higher now. And even if, even without you knowing it, there was something that was stuck there, right? So just by even tuning it in, it became like champagne and you were like lifted, right? I think so often we don't utilize this divine voice because of lack of safety. And anyone who has a very big mission and wants to impact the world, wants to really be a purpose, they're going to have to express themselves. And that doesn't always mean that you have to use your voice, whether you express yourself in writing or in art, you still are using that divine voice to do so. So it's really important that that is aligned with your heart 
and it's aligned with your root, right? Because the root is the seed of you receiving everything you want and desire. So those three, all the chakras have to be aligned, but those three are very important to be aligned for you to live your purpose, know you're living your purpose and express it. And here's the thing I want everyone to remember. You're being your purpose right now. The delivery system might be off. So the more we understand and accept our purpose, the delivery system, the doing, whether you're a coach or writer, an artist, or you're, you know, working behind a counter, right? When we accept that purpose more, when we have words for it, the delivery systems become much smoother. I was being my purpose in corporate America. It was an awful delivery system, but I was the answer girl. People would come to me for answers about everything, right? People would talk to me about everything and I would be giving them guidance and support on top of working and doing all of my other jobs, right? In corporate America. So it's really about not just understanding your purpose, but understanding your delivery system. Mm -hmm. Delivery system. So what if- I love I, that. I, so how does, I have a question here. How yeah. does one really realize or discover their soul energy? All right. What if we are still unsure of our purpose? Okay. So your purpose has a couple parts. It's what you want yourself and everyone here to embody. And you're all going to get big answers. And then you're going to go, but I don't, that's such a big answer, love. You're supposed to get a big answer. Then we small chunk it to see what your part of that love is. Another part of your purpose is your greatest challenge. Okay. So that thing that you keep hitting your head against, right? For me, it's not enough. So every time I know I'm not enough, that's a signal. Oh, wait, I got to step back and be more in touch with my soul. The reason why your challenge is your purpose as well is because it's building tools for you. It's building skills. It's helping you choose to know your whole and complete and live your purpose. So another way to ask your purpose is if I knew I was whole and complete, if I knew I would be taken care of, what would I be being and doing in the world? Mm. Right? And I think so often when people are looking for their purpose, they're looking for that magic bullet. They're looking for that golden ticket. And a lot of people are being their purpose. They're just not aware of it because they want it to look like something different. The moment they accept that they're being their purpose, that new delivery system will show up. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yes. This is awesome advice. So cool. And I want to talk a little bit more about, you know, you just would one thing you mentioned, it's being. And I think this is the just a really important part of everyday life. And as I mentioned, I'm teaching leadership and it's all about being. Like, who are you being today? Because without having a purpose to be someone, like how can you do something and have something? Like you gotta be in in your purpose, like being the purpose. Once you are feeling it, you are going to be on it. And I, I teach that in Purposeful Day. Like once you master the purpose of one day, your life become purposeful. Like you just need to master one day. And that's definitely a little bit more grounding, I feel. 
And I know that you're sharing with us a sacred practice that works. Would you share, would you expand on that? Why, why do we need a sacred practice? Yeah, you need a sacred practice because it creates a foundation. So mm -hmm. um, it creates a foundation. It creates a deeper sense of safety. You will turn in and ask questions. You receive guidance. And so when a challenge occurs and challenges will occur, you're not already behind the eight ball. You already are, know you're connected. So if the challenge gets you a little off your block, you get up quicker. A sacred practice really keeps us grounded. It keeps us aligned. It keeps us choosing connection. It keeps us remembering that we are whole and complete, that our experiences here are not our essential nature. And what I mean by that is if you're having a bad day, it's not because you inside you suck. It's just because you're having a bad day. And so a sacred practice really supports you getting in touch with you and whatever you call your higher power. So you always feel a little more at home and it allows you to also to avoid big problems. So in during that sacred practice, the things that are like opening you up for expansion are going to occur rather than you getting hit by a freight train of expansion because you weren't listening or participating in your own evolution. Mm, I love that. I love it. Thank you so much. And I'm going to share a link. You guys can grab the sacred practice. I believe it's a checklist or something. And uh, we'll totally can tune in a sacred practice. And as Jennifer said, there's probably going to be information of how you can uh, schedule your call and connect with her and figure out your soul purpose. Like, isn't that cool? Like, what is my soul purpose? I love that. And this I think is the it's same really link. important. I think it gives people, you know, since the beginning of time, we've all wanted to know like our role and our place here. And so when people have words to it, it's easier to accept it. It's easier to make decisions based on that. And you have a deeper sense of where you are on your journey. You have a deeper sense of being connected to something. And mm -hmm. I think so often people are shocked that they weren't fully aware of it because they're like oh yeah that totally makes sense oh yeah that totally resonates it's oh yeah wait that's my purpose but I've been hearing that all along and and I'm like yeah now let's accept it and I think that's key I think it's not just finding it out it's about fully accepting it and then really allowing the universe to support you expressing that purpose Yes, almost, you know, often I do energetic calendars for people like where they are and energetically in their cycle in life. Every time I, I tell them, they're like, their reaction's like, oh my God, this is exactly what I'm doing. I'm like, yes, <laughs> it's like, you are living your purpose, guys. It's like, you are, your life, it will direct you. It will like feedback, give you feedback and you will always direct you to this right alignment to go because you can be not your purpose. Like you are your purpose. All right. Awesome. Super cool. And thank you so much. Any other last tips and wishes to our audience today? Yeah. I want people to remember that if they're in a corporate job or they're feeling that their delivery system's not meshing with their purpose, start to look at it as a paid education. Start just to go, okay, God, university, Bob, cupcake. I'm ready to see how I'm being my purpose right here, right now. And you'll start to mm -hmm. see the big themes that will lead you to understanding your purpose more. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. That was so cool. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposefulwithlday.com. And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses!